Hi, and welcome to the podcast, Help Me Rhonda. I'm your host, Dr. Rhonda Karg. I'm a clinical psychologist. In each episode, I will be presenting mental health-related information to you, including ways that you can improve your own mental health. And since this is Mental Health Awareness Month, I thought it would be good to start off with a discussion about mental health and what is mental health. We talk, we use that term a lot, but rarely do we really talk about what does it mean? Now, in therapy, I talk to people about mental health a lot because it's usually the goals that they have for themselves in terms of therapy. We talk about therapy goals and I ask them questions about what's causing you problem now and where would you like to be so that we know when we've reached your treatment goals. So we come up with like measurable rules for what that means to them. Maybe it means exercising 30 minutes a day for three days a week. That might be a goal of theirs. So really what mental health is about at a very basic level is we're talking about your brain and how your brain functions. And behaviorally, what that means is that we have the ability to engage in life in such a way that we can take care of ourselves and we can do things that are in our best interest. So whether that means personal hygiene, working, having relationships with other people, uh, having hobbies, doing other things for self-care, going to therapy if you need that, going to the doctor if you need to do that. So it's really engaging in life in a way that you're taking care of yourself. Yesterday's podcast, I talked about self-care and how important it is. And since this is Mental Health Awareness Month, I will be presenting mm, several videos about mental health and ways that you can improve that. And so one thing that we think about in terms of mental health is that you are responding appropriately to a stressful situation. Remember, we've talked about triggers, meaning that your your reaction doesn't match the situation. It's too intense. And so... If you are overreacting to things and you're having a fight or flight response to things that really don't present danger to you, we would say that you're suffering from some mental ill health in those situations, okay? So our goal is always to learn better coping skills, So that's one of the things that we talk about in these YouTube videos is learning new skills, but it's also one of the skills is about being able to tolerate distress. So mental health is being able to tolerate distress. What do I mean by that? I mean, being able to sit with the discomfort of being distressed and not reacting as a result of that. So it's being able to sit with it. It's not running away from it. It's being able to sit with it, acknowledge that it's there, and then you're faced with three choices. You can either change the situation, you can 
change your perception of it. Or you can accept it. If it's something that you have no control over and you can't change, then your other choice is to just accept it. I call it wrapping your arms around the isness of a situation that you can't change. So those are really your three choices in a situation. So somebody who is operating from a place of mental health will be choosing a reaction based on one of those three things and will be acting from a place of wise mind, as they say in DBT skills. What does wise mind mean? It means when you're calm and confident and centered. It means when you're authentic. It means that you don't have adrenaline coursing through your vein your veins. And so therefore you can actually access that part of your brain. Remember the the circuitry between your downstairs brain, which is your fight or flight response, well, fight, flight, freeze, collapse, fawn response, and your upstairs brain, which is your rational, logical mind, which is where your skills live. That circuitry is cut off if you have too much adrenaline running through your veins. Guys, remember, if a saber-toothed tiger is running towards you and you think, right, you're having a fight-or-flight response and you think that saber-toothed tiger can run 10 miles an hour, I can run 5 miles an hour, it's 50 feet away, you think you die. So that's why the circuitry doesn't work. So what does that mean for us? Your chief responsibility, if you get triggered, is to calm your body down. We've talked about the five senses. We're going to talk about other ways that you can calm your body down. You can do breathing exercises, breathing in for four seconds, holding it for four seconds, breathing out for four seconds, holding it for four seconds. That's called squared breathing. Uh, You can drink some tea, you can uh, smell some maybe essential oils that lighten your mood, but things that will help you to take a shower, maybe do some light stretching, things like that. Maybe go for a run if if you do that, but basically a way to burn through that adrenaline so that you can access your wise mind and make better decisions. And that's a hallmark of mental health is acting from a place of your wise mind and not reacting, not allowing your parts to be in charge, right? Remember fear and anger are here to show us and show us that there's a dangerous situation at hand. And sometimes we misinterpret cues as being dangerous And so it's our responsibility as adults to recognize the times where our reaction doesn't match the situation and then find out what is that about and do some inner work, do some journaling, talk to your therapist, talk to some other people that have earned your trust about what you're experiencing. So these are some indicators of mental health. Another related indicator of mental health is that you can think and remember things. And again, you can't think or remember things if you have adrenaline running through your veins and you're triggered or you're walking around in this place of being uh, hyper aroused or uh, ready for something to go down. Your, 
you're too aroused. You're not going to be able to use your wise mind and you're not going to be able to think and you're not going to be able to remember. And people that have mental wellness and mental health are able to think and remember. They're able to learn when let's say you have depression, you feel like your mind is in a fog, you feel like your brain is in a fog. It's so hard to think. And that is based on the chemicals in your brain that are responsible for causing the depression. Those actually cause mental fog. Okay, so you're, it's not your fault. You're not dumb. I know that you might feel shame about the fact that you have trouble thinking and remembering things, but I guarantee that it's probably too much adrenaline. You've got too much anxiety, stress, anger that are leading to ruminating. That's another thing. If you ruminate and obsess about things, you're not going to be able to think and concentrate that's really going to interfere with your functioning. So those are some other indicators of mental health. So I look forward to exploring this more with you. We would love to hear your comments, whether you agree with me or you don't, please drop your comments below. Please like and describe. Thank you for your support and thank you. Thank you for raising awareness about mental health.